Hey, this is Ronnie Haskell over at Keller Williams, local realtor in the Charleston area. Today I'm here with Kimsey, who is with Hollifield Financial Group, and we're gonna be talking about wealth building and real estate and also just life in Charleston. Today I get to have Kimsey Hollifield on the show. Thank you for being here. Looking forward to it. Yeah, so you are financial planner by trade, right? Yep. Yep, so we're gonna talk about that here in a minute and exactly what that means Yeah. and kind of dive deeper into what that is. Um, but really, we both help people create wealth and just do it in a little bit different ways. I in the real estate sector and you in financial planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, tell me what your company specializes in. Well, we really specialize in people who are about to retire. So most of our clients are in their 50s, maybe like early 60s, and they've built up you know, their, their nest egg and they're, they're trying to figure out, can I retire? Do I have enough? Will my money last? Um, and will my family be okay if I pass away, right? Yeah. Um, and so we really help them set up a plan that gets them into retirement and through retirement because it's a completely different ball game. You know, when you when you stop working and you have to rely on what you have uh, have built. Yeah. So you're not originally from Charleston. You've migrated to this area. Yeah. Same as me. Almost I'm everybody. Not, yeah, I'm not from here either. I'm a Birmingham, Alabama girl, born and raised. Yep. Moved here back in 2002. Tell us about your journey moving to Charleston. So I'm from Asheville, North Carolina. Um, my, my wife and I met there when we were really young, and my whole family is from there. But when you're from Asheville, you vacation in Charleston. Like, this is where you go. This is like your happy place. And so, you know, we moved around a little bit for my job. And I was working for another company at the time. Um, But, you know, every time we got a free minute, we're coming down here. And we just wanted to live close to the beach, Mm -hmm. you know. And and so we moved down here. Um, We've been here maybe, I think, eight years Okay. Man, okay. Moving to the beach. I can't believe it's been eight years, but we've been here probably like eight years. And um, and it's just, you know, we've been to all the different areas. You know, we lived in Daniel Island. We lived like right on the beach in Seabrook Island for a while. Okay. Um, but we had our daughter two years ago. And when we're looking around at the different areas to live in, I love Somerville. I always loved it. And so we bought a house over here in the in the historic area and moved in like literally right before covid Okay. All right. Well, and I too, when I moved to Charleston, I lived in downtown Charleston off of Meeting Street uh, in a little tiny condo down there. And then I moved to Mount Pleasant. I moved to Park Circle. My first house I bought was in Park Circle. So I've run the gamut of the town as well. And although very nice parts and sectors of town... When I, it became time to think about starting a family, yeah. I too came to Somerville. Isn't that funny how yep. I, I, every, it kind of works? I say that Charleston has you know five or six different areas. Every area is really, really cool, like for different reasons, For too. different reasons, But sure. if you go around, you're like, oh, this is great. I could live here. And then you go, over, oh, I could live here. Mm-hmm. But Somerville just it still has that like small town feel. I mean, driving from my house into your office, like it's it's like a winter wonderland, right? It like is. there's a festival every single weekend, but but you're still close enough to the beach, and you're still you know you can go into downtown Charleston, and yeah. I think it's I think it's a perfect place, and I think we'll probably stay here for forever. Well, so we attend the same church. Mm-hmm. Um, we met really. Um, I introduced myself to your lovely wife. You've got a wife and a, a beautiful little girl that, who's two, correct? Two, yep. And um, then we ran into each other over at Coastal Coffee. Mm-hmm. And um, that's how the network within Somerville really yeah. does work. It's a pretty tiny, 
pretty tight knit group yeah, around is. town. Yeah. And um, and you don't have to go very far to find a friend. So. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> it's really cool. Set up. Well, uh, let's see. Charleston ranks as one of the top cities for people to live in, work in, and retire in. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? I mean, you work with a lot of people that move to this area. What is the attraction? For people moving here, like yeah. for my clients, they move here because it's, you know, a lot of my clients are from New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Ohio. Um, I don't know if there's anybody left in Ohio. You know, everybody just... Um, <laughs> big and, migration. Um, and uh, we're seeing a lot in ca- from California as well. And I think they move here, yep. number one, because it's a lot less expensive than, you know, than New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Um, but then also the weather is great. You know, when, when, they re- when you get to be retired, I mean, heck, I'm 37 and I, I don't like... I moved here for the weather, you know, yeah. uh, but they, they don't want the cold wet winters anymore. Um, it's cheaper. It's, you know, more friendly. And, and I think a lot of their, their uh, for my clients, I can say, I think a lot of their children and their family have moved away. And, you know, when, when you know, and have chosen to live, you know, in the South. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think it's, you know, it's more friendly. Some people come for political reasons, you know, but... It's you know, got it's a really yeah strong food um, and beverage scene around yeah, Charleston. Yeah, huge history uh, scene. You know, lots to do. Big employers are here, so That's true. Yep. if people are not at the age of retiring, um, maybe their family has moved here, and maybe they're moving here to be close to that family. Yeah, big Coast Guard. Um, you've got Boeing, Volvo, uh, Mercedes Benz. You've yep. got. Uh, MUSC, the, uh, the health and wellness is, is huge in the area. So tons of people move here for work related as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. which I've heard many people over the years tell me as I've helped them buy houses here, they've said, well, we've lived there during our military years. And now that we're retirement okay. age, we want to come back and settle yeah. in the Charleston area. So, and, you know, probably <clears throat> like I can say that, that like we did. Um, you know, if you're in these other areas, like if you live in Ohio and you're saying, okay, we're going to go to the beach, you draw a line, you're like, okay, I'm going to come down to Charleston, right? Yeah. So a lot of those people probably have those good memories. That yeah. We came because the the food, I mean, the restaurants are awesome. And I love that we're getting so many, we're getting some really good new restaurants here. Um, here in downtown. Yeah, yeah. right in I mean, right Oscars is always, backyard. we've gone to Oscars for forever, but also Laura. Um, and the, there's a new Ita- Italian restaurant. That's Halls right. is coming here. I think that yeah. we're going to end up in Somerville with a lot of these really great restaurants. Yeah. Um, and we don't have to go down to Charleston. We can just come yeah. and, like literally That's walk right. down. Azalea Bar, you know, just for being yeah. be able to grab a quick drink. It's really a nice scene. That's so a nice place. We've got a lot that, of, of um, these local regional kind of guys that are moving into yeah. what we call our backyard here in Somerville. So it is a nice scene. <laughs> that we get to benefit from. Let's go back to talking about kind of how your business, as these people migrate to the area, and you are in a, in a, in a business structure that helps people in their later years as they're right. wanting yeah. to be, you know, live that big life that they're moving to Charleston to create. They've got to have some resources, financial resources, yeah. to help support that big life. So I, thankfully, <laughs> the very young age, when I started in real estate, I was 22, and I had a mentor at the time who really took a lot of interest in me and uh, really dove into my world pretty deep. And at that time, he told me, Ronnie, put as much into your retirement. At the time, I was an employee, so it was a 401 plan, right? 401k. And he said, you know, the company's matching. And so 
pour as much in money, max it out every year. So I did, and it has really lined me up for yeah. a great uh, placement at this stage in life. But now that mentality has continued. Now I have, I'm have i self-employed, and so I'm a set, I have a set plan. Um, and I still do. I still try to max that out every year. So what would, so thankfully, again, I had a strong mentor. Yeah. Um, didn't really line myself, parallel myself with a, a, a financial advisor until later <laughs> on. And I think most people don't, right, yeah. at, at a young age. I mean, what, what is your experience with that? I, my experience is that younger folks, they think they don't, well, one of two things. They either think they don't have enough money to work with somebody or, and maybe, or maybe they're like getting started a little bit later than they think they should. And so they're a little embarrassed by it, you know, and, yeah. and which is not the right way to be, right? Like you just do what you do, you, you know, and if it's a little later, if it's a little, it doesn't matter. But I think that is a bit of a hesitation. Um, and then also I think that nowadays, especially, um, you have, you know, like Robin Hood and you, you know, young people are into crypto and all of these mm. different things that are maybe like a little sexier than putting money into a 401k and just getting the match, you know? Yeah. And, and so I think some are going, which is, that's, that's fine. You know, if, if, um, you know, it gets them, gets them thinking about it, you know, and gets them going. Yeah. But I think for young people, that's probably the two things, um, why they don't necessarily work with somebody, uh, you know, of their own. Um, because they're getting online and finding resources that are telling them, you know, other ways to invest. Is that or yeah. how, how to invest? Yeah. I think, you know, when you think about you and you can earn, you know, five, seven, 10% per year, you, you know, and you can, you can do that if you invest in the market and you invest properly. Um, but if you think about, okay, everybody wants to say, you know, if you're 15 or 20 or 25, a lot of these people are saying, well, I can, I can put my money in crypto and I can, you know, be a millionaire in three mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that normally doesn't actually have, I actually read a stat the other day that, um, 80% of the crypto accounts are now down. Okay. Uh, so that leads me to uh, a story. I'm going to tell you real quick. Yeah. So there was one time. Okay. So we understand the market was vastly different in the last year and a half. Right. Yeah. And so I would list a property. Oftentimes I would get well above the list price. And part of my practice is I want to see some some proof of funds. If you're going to go well above my list price, yeah. I want to see some proof of funds. Well, uh, to make up a difference if we have an appraisal gap. Sure enough, I get proof of funds um, in the form of cryptocurrency. <laughs> I take that document, I file it away because at the time it, right. I, I didn't understand. I don't. Under, I didn't understand right. cryptocurrency. Yeah, yeah. It was new to me. So I take the proof of funds. I stick it in the file. We keep moving forward. Sure enough, appraisal issue happened, and uh, the 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 buyer no longer had the money because cryptocurrency is yeah. so volatile. So now they don't have the money to. To, to get us to closing. So it was, a, it was, it, that was my first lesson learned. Oh I will never gosh. make that mistake yeah. again, but it is a very volatile. Yeah. It's and crazy. when, when you align yourself with a financial planner, it's, um, you're going to have, it's a long-term plan, right? Right. I mean, that's how I understand it to be just like real estate. It's, right. it's, you're investing in some long-term gain. Um, but you really want to do planning, have somebody that will counsel you, advise you, right. Right, right. tell you, tell them what your goals are. That's what something that now I'm really getting into more of a trench of, you know, what are my goals for, what do I want my big life to look like? Yeah. You know, and what do I have to have to support it? And that's where, um, so we talked about the young ones, you know, of 
where they should be having those initial conversations at a young stage of life, but it's not too late. And you can actually, by understanding is you can put more money mm-hmm. into a retirement fund the later in life, correct? Yeah, yeah. So, so to your point, yeah, the things that I work with people is not about trying to say, okay, we're going to double your money and we're going to, you know, we're going to make you all this money. Yeah. It's really about creating, we call it a retirement roadmap. And so we put everything on there and, um, you know, how much do you want to save? You know, what, in what account should you do? And really just make it really, really simple for them. And if they're younger, we, we have a lot of clients that are younger, right? Um, you know, creating a plan that we can say, hey, if you start now, you can start putting money into these accounts. And then when you are 50 or 60 years old, then, you know, then you can, you know, you can retire. You don't have to worry if Social Security is not around. Uh, but when you're a little older, it's uh, it's sort of a different ball game, right? Yeah. Um, the two things that we really focus on for older folks, um, you're about to retire is, number one, reduce your risk. So be safer with how you invest your money. Mm-hmm. Um, the S&P 500 is negative 26% of the time. Um, and so if you go into retirement, you know, and you're going to be retired for 30 or 40 years, you're going to have a lot of downturns in the market, right? And so being safer with the money that you've saved and then also figuring out taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people have money in the 401ks and the SEPs and the traditional IRAs, and those are all going to be taxed uh, when you, you know, when you use it. Yeah. So creating some tax-free income as well and sort of blending that uh, is really what we do well. Good to know. Good to know. So really my message to people, whether they're building wealth in real estate, which is what I help with, um, helping people, you know, make the right decisions about where they, where to live. Um, and even if it's a primary residence, I still say it's an investment. Oh you know, yeah. It's a lot of hard yeah. amount of money typically. And so, um, or, I mean, I do help people, whether it's commercial, residential, buy rental properties. Um, and that parallels to what you're doing as well, but you're, you're creating some, some more liquidity, liquidity, you know, in their funds for um, that that stage of life where I'm helping them uh, as well. It, either way, they need yeah. to have a good advisor to be able to get them to mission accomplished, right? Whatever but it that does goal is. it does come to get like what you do and what I do is really similar because if you think about buying a rental property, right? We have a rental property down in in Edisto, pays us a little bit every month. Um, but if you think about I have clients that will have, you know, four or five rental properties and, you know, guess what? They can retire and they don't have to worry if, if the market's up or down because they've solved for that income portion, right? That's right. That's the most, it doesn't really actually matter how much money you have when you retire. Like you can retire on half a million dollars, you can retire on $2 million. That's not the thing. The thing is that when you retire, you don't have the income anymore. So you have to create that income in the safest way possible. So either the money you've saved has to generate it so that you can go out and go to the restaurants and go to Azalea Bar and go play golf and not yeah. have to worry. That's right. Um, or you have to have, you know, some some rental properties and, and things like that to sort of... To help fund it. Yeah. Good. Well, I think that, you know, uh, you're, you've created a name for yourself here in Charleston since you've moved from Asheville. Yeah. Like, did you say, what, eight years ago or so? You've yeah, got three I guess it's locations. been like eight years, yeah. you got three locations, is that right? Yep, we're opening uh, in January. We're opening one in Jacksonville. Right. Um, and uh, I have a conversation next week with a guy in Columbia. Okay. Um, actually, potentially to buy a, another practice in Columbia. 
Um, we're going to now look, this might not be like January, February, but we will be in Raleigh eventually. So, you know, so, but, but our headquarters is literally going to be in Somerville, like half a mile from here, right, right across from five loaves. Okay. Um, so we bought a piece of property there and you can probably see it's going up now. We got the windows in and, you know, so hopefully by, um, I'm hoping by my birthday in July we're we're in that, and so we'll just keep expanding that out and have these satellite offices around mm-hmm. um, in areas where a lot of people retire, you know, to make it easier for the advisor that's in there. And then you do a good bit of events, yeah. educational kind of events. Talk about that briefly so that we can kind of understand yeah, yeah. the opportunity that people so have to learn. We we do a lot of dinner workshops and okay. it's good in this area because there's a lot of good restaurants right yes. so we're going to do about 70 this next year in 2023 70 mm-hmm. about workshops s- about 70 wow. and so what we do is um in somerville we use oscars yeah laura and halls and okay. um and then other areas we use ruth chris and, and other things but we bring people in and we we invite them in and we'll have 30 or 40 people come in and I get up and I talk in a very simple, uh, straightforward way about, you know, three or four things that they can do, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to fix some problems that's maybe going on with their portfolios. And then uh, anybody who wants to meet one-on-one, we, you know, we give them an opportunity to do that. And then I leave and then they get to hang out, eat, and we have, you know, the the meal comes out. and, And so it becomes... It becomes a fun, easy, no pressure way to come out, learn a few things, have a good meal. And we do a lot of business off of those because people really enjoy them. Well, I bet you do. You're feeding them good information yeah. and good food right, <laughs> simultaneously. Yeah. And I would imagine it builds um, versus working with somebody that's remote that you really can't build a rapport right. and gain trust in because you're face-to-face. This is an opportunity for people to be able to come and meet who they're working with right. face-to-face. And there's, I'm in a relationship business. You're in a relationship business, right? So people can hire realtors that are remote that they'll, yeah. you know, it's a totally different kind of experience. I, I say I want to be their forever realtor. Yeah. Um, I'm a very relationship kind of driven individual. I like to take in a, a lot of my, my clients become friends. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that you do similarly. Oh, you know, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you some of my invite- clients are like literally my favorite people to hang out with. They come over to the house sometimes and, we, you know, we just, yeah. you know, we, we have some guys that we play golf with and, and stuff. And it's just, you, you know, a lot of my friends have become clients, but then a lot of my clients have become friends. Isn't that great? It's yeah. a beautiful thing. It's, a it's beautiful nice, thing. and probably a lot with your, you know, with your business as well. Very similar, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kimsey, for being yeah. on with us today. Those that are watching, thanks for joining us, and I will see you back in two weeks. Mm-hmm.